Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and we are now looking at module three studying the cannabis chemistry and the endocannabinoid system. And in particular, we're going to be looking at um, endocannabinoid system and endocannabinoid receptors themselves. Um, now, whilst our ancestors knew that cannabis had a potent effect on the body and the mind, um, and whilst THC was discovered in 1964, we still don't know how the plant had its and its chemicals actually worked. But researchers were determined to find out. Early ideas on the active constituents mechanism of action were that it increased cell membrane permeability. This wasn't true, but it did focus the researchers' attention on the cell membrane and crucially on its receptors. Finally, in the 1980s, the first cannabinoid receptors were discovered, which in turn led to the discovery of a brand new regulatory mechanism within the body, which was then termed, termed the endocannabinoid system. So it's actually really very recent that this was um, discovered. It was found that it wasn't just humans that exhibited an endocannabinoid system. All complex animals have one too. It's fair to say that this is an incredibly complex regulatory system and one which has its fingers in many different pies. The endocannabinoid system has a part in regulating things such as pain, inflammation, digestion, appetite, memory, motor function, um, neural tissue, growth and blood pressure. The system is composed of cannabinoid receptors and the endocannabinoids which interact with them and the enzymes which create the, and break down these endocannabinoids. These endocannabinoids are our own endogenous versions of the cannabinoids um, that we've previously studied. Endocannabinoid receptors, um, you will have noted, there are two main types of cannabinoid receptors which we've already discussed, CB1 and CB2. Such receptors are scattered through the central nervous system and as you'll remember, within the immune system as well. Cannabinoid receptors also have been found in places such as the digestive tract, the spleen, the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, the endocrine system, the urinary tract, and also the reproductive system itself. CB1 receptors are found in both the peripheral and the central nervous system, but also in the kidneys, the liver, and also the lungs. They're involved in the regulation of pain, mood, sleep, memory, uh, appetite and also a number of other bodily functions. The main endogenous cannabinoid um, or otherwise known as endocannabinoid which binds to and activates 
This type of cannabinoid receptor is called anandamide. Um, as you know from information earlier in this module, um, uh, plant cannabinoids such as THC also interact with um, this receptor as do synthetic cannabinoids of uh, the same natural ones. When, C when a CB1 receptor is activated, it in turn activates a certain G protein. G proteins can basically be viewed as switches within cells which can be switched on or off in order to start or end um, a particular activity. The G protein um, lowers the concentration of CAMP molecules inside the cell and this leads to an alteration of um, action, uh, action potentials, otherwise known as nerve impulses. Now, the CB1 receptors are thought to play a role in various aspects of our health, and in particular, it's postulated that they have a role in maintaining the homeostasis during health and disease. To help paint a clearer picture of just what this means, um, there's been animal studies and findings during cancer in humans which show that when an animal or a human is in prolonged pain or, dise or diseased, the number of CB1 receptors increases. Um, the increased number of receptors gives the animal or human greater scope to be able to manage, um, manage the pain and potentially reducing it, and also inflammation and to reduce symptoms such as nausea. Um, at this point, you should consider the idea that although when we feel ill, we really do genuinely feel ill, Thanks to CB1 receptors, we don't actually feel as ill or experience as much pain as technically we could do. Um, these receptors also offer an alleviation of feelings of depression and anxiety um, when they're activated. Animal tests suggest that in the absence of CB1 receptors, animals aren't as inquisitive, brave or social in new situations. It's interesting to note that some people who use cannabis recreationally find that it lifts their social anxiety. CB1, receptors, um, CB1 receptor activa activation also has an impact on our digestive system, with activity is inhibited as a result of the receptor's activation. CB1 receptors also play a part in the release of um, ghrelin, which is the hormone which has a major impact on our actual hunger. This is why people famously experience the munchies um, when they use cannabis. These receptors are involved with other aspects of health and body functioning too, including lowering the blood um, when necessary. CB2 receptors are found in the immune system, including within the immune system, uh, tissue digestive system, and also the spleen, the tonsils, and the thymus gland. They're actually found on immune system cells too, including monocytes, T cells, B cells, and macrophages. Within the immune system, these receptors are involved with cytokine release. Cytokines are important immunomodulators which help to um, direct the immune system's approach to health issues um, or even a health risk. Within the immune system, these receptors are also involved in modulating the immune system via the impact on a class of white blood cells known as leocytes. Ultimately, they can help to suppress the immune system. Um, we're very used to hearing about the benefits of boosting the immune system, but there are, there are indeed many other scenarios where modulating and suppressing an immune function is desirable. And this includes when there's perhaps excessive inflammation and pain in some cases of allergy and autoimmunity as well. Um, so, 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 such is the complexity of the system that CB2 receptors do also enable an immune stimulating action. And one in particular has great, great clinical relevance. By stimulating macrophages, CB2 receptors may be targeted to address um, Alzheimer's because the stimulated macrophages clear away the amyloid proteins which contribute to the plaques in the brain during this disease. Um, 
As you can see, CB2 receptors are also present in the brain as well, most commonly in the microglia, which uh, acts as the macrophages, which is the immune cells, with the ability to engulf microbes, um, any debris, and other potentially harmful substances in the brain itself. There is also evidence that supports the idea that CB2 receptors may be present in the peripheral nervous system too, but they may help with pain management and with their anti-inflammatory modulating potential and targeting CB2 receptors in the nervous system and may help conditions such as multiple sclerosis as well. Present in the digestive tract, CB2 receptors are also involved in modulating the immune system's inflammatory response here. For this reason, researchers are very interested in finding ways to interact with the receptors in diseases where the digestive tract is inflamed, including inflammatory bowel disease and ulcerative colitis. Research has also shown that when CB2 receptors are blocked, the digestive tract motility decreases, um, which then has implications in scenarios such as diarrhea and also IBS, otherwise known as irritable bowel syndrome. These aren't the only two relevant receptors in the endocannabinoid system though. Endocannabinoids can also interact with a number of orphan receptors. To give you an idea, the GPR18 receptor, which, uh, receptors which are involved in a broad range of functions within the body, for example, they play a role in intracular pressure. The GPR30 receptors, which responds to oestrogen. Uh, the GPR55 receptors, um, which are involved in energy homeostasis. They've been found to be involved in the metabolic um, dysregulation that we see in cases of diabetes and also obesity. Uh, the GPR1119 receptors, they're also involved in the detection of fat, therefore they help to prevent weight gain by excess intake of um, calories. Cannabinoid receptor functions um, are like a bit like a lock and a key, um, where, they, where they are the lock and the endocannabinoid or the cannabinoid or synthetic cannabinoid is also the key. When the key fits, the lock opens, but different keys produce different outcomes, therefore one receptor can be both activated and also blocked. So now that we've looked at the locks, let's let, take a look at the actual key keys themselves and we'll look at those in the following section and module. Thanks and we'll see you then. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.